There's a four-pack special going on with the MyPillow 2.0. You can get four MyPillow 2.0s, regular price $260. You can get it for as low as 100 bucks with the Alphavets promo code. You can also get the Giza sheets as low as $30. You can get the six-piece towel set for as low as $30 with the promo code. You can get a MyPillow Go Anywhere for as low as $12.99 with the promo code. But if you get the My Coffee, you can get the My Coffee for 50% off and get a free MyPillow Go Anywhere with the promo code. And there is a bunch of stuff on here, stuff for dogs, new swim, uh, beach gear, a lot of gear on here. The overstock sale going up to 80% off. So you can go ahead and go to MyPillow.com slash alphabets and use our promo code alphabets. You can also go to HopefullyHandmade.com, HopefullyHandmade.com. If you want some alphabets gear, you can find some alphabets gear. We got 11 products up right now. We got some shirts, some hoodies, some hats, all high quality, great gear. If you want to rep it, you can find it here at HopefullyHandmade.com. And we just want to thank you here at Alphabets for supporting us and sticking with us through this journey. We've been through multiple platforms and we're here on Rumble as of late. So you can follow us below on the channel and we will make sure we will do our best to always give you the truth. And we will always do it in God's name and always give him the glory for everything we do. So we thank you for being a part of Alphabets and let's continue on this journey together. What's up, Alphabets? How we doing? Happy Thursday. What's up, Chris? How are you? Chilling, man. Chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How um, you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Blessed and highly favored, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we were originally going to have Derek Evans on tonight. forgot to tell you guys. We moved that uh, next week. He has a campaign event that was tonight that he... <laughs> Forgot about it. Tomorrow. Thought yeah, it was tomorrow. Was tomorrow. <laughs> so that got moved to next week sometime. Uh official timing, not really sure. But it's all good. It's all good in the hood. You know what I'm You're saying? You're stuck with us, ladies and gentlemen. You're, You're stuck, stuck with, with us. us. Darn it. Darn it to heck. But that's okay, because you know, whatever we go through with uh, you know, we're gonna talk a little a little bit about what's going on today. Um Going to go over some prophetic stuff that I'd like to address. And I would, uh, if we have time, going to do a little teaching. A little teaching. Let's bring some wealth into this community, you know what I'm saying? All right? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds guys, good. Yeah. How is the family? How is the mi familia? How is the familia? Yes. Everybody good? Hello, hello, Alyssa. I see you. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Woohoo! So, it's yeah, crazy times, man. No, crazy times. (laughs) Crazy times. Hello, everybody. Right here. Yeah. All right. All right. We got stuff to talk about. You know. All right. I'm gonna get some prayer going. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll get this thing started. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you and we give you the glory each and every day for what you're doing throughout our lives and throughout the world. We thank you for everything that you continue to do as we grow as a community, as we grow individually through you. We thank you for the relationship you have given to us 
and we we thank you for being able to grow with you as as this journey continues we thank you for the constant protection that you give over each and every one of us we declare and proclaim it that it is upon us in jesus name we believe we have received we thank you jesus for the wealth that you bring unto this community because we know we have a lot of things to do in your name and you know the enemy is trying to hold it but we know the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just so we command and declare and proclaim in jesus name that we send those angels out to go rip it out of their hands and bring it to us we thank you for it we know that we have to we have uh, a, a major task now and in the future to bring your glory and continue to spread your glory throughout the world so we thank you for it we thank you for the protection over the true prophets we thank you for continuing to speak your word through them. We thank you for the protection over the true president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, and protecting his family. And we thank you for the good men and women in our government that are tirelessly trying to help us take back this country. And we thank you that you continue to guide them, that the Holy Spirit guides them and sends them in the proper direction to do your will and bring everything forward. So we thank you, Jesus, and we thank you for everything. We thank you for the healing that anybody needs here tonight, that we proclaim and declare in Jesus' name that they are healed by your blood. And we thank you that uh, Chris's dad's surgery is, is going well and he recovers perfectly. And we thank you for continuing to put your hands and wisdom upon him as well. So we thank you, Jesus, for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I do, I do. My dad, my dad is doing good. His uh so my dad had some skin cancer on his nose that he had to have removed. And then today he had to have some plastic surgery done. And unfortunately, because there wasn't enough skin left on his day, had to take so much cancer off the nose, they had to graft skin from his forehead and pull it down over his nose so he's in a lot of pain uh but he's he's in pretty good spirits i just talked to him so he's feeling pretty as good as good can be right now that's a scoot that is good yes wow yeah so chris yeah man what happened today hold on don't forget the boss there we go Basically, all I've done is keep my promise. Boy, did he. And boy, is he. Boy, is he. promise you. Ooh, doggy. My dad's name is Curtis. Kurt. Kurt. All right. So what's happening today, huh? Well, you, want to just, <laughs> you just want to rip the Band-Aid off Go there? ahead. Rip it off. So, um... You know, me and Is were we talk just about every day. So you had the Supreme Court ruling come out today on affirmative action. Yes. Um, I'll be honest, I am not a fan. I've never been a fan of affirmative action. Why would you um be? never been a fan of it? And I think a lot of people in this country have never been a fan of it. Um so I just find it it's crazy because two days ago. The left was celebrating the Moore v. Harper decision, right? Over the supposed gerrymandering, you know, the North Carolina case. Uh, they were celebrating, this is what democracy looks like. Woohoo, Supreme Court. 
you go, you go, Supreme Court. And two days later, the Supreme Court is back to being a, what did Biden say? It's not a normal court. Well, no, it's not a normal court. It's the Supreme Court. It is the law of the land. Facts. It is the law of the land. Uh, so I just, it's a, it's hilarious. It's like they're all celebrating two days ago, this great decision. And now today they're all like, oh, this is the worst thing, worst thing ever. Um, but there's many reasons I'm not a fan of affirmative action. Number one, I do not think we need to tell anybody that the color of their skin, their race, their religion, anything makes them less than, you know, um, unable to succeed in life. So, you know, colleges had quotas for how many, um, how many, um, you know, black and Mexican people they had to admit in college never made any sense to me. Okay. None of that ever made any sense to me. The admission standards, um, it should be about your merit. It should be about your body of work, not the color of your skin, not your religion, not anything like that. It should be your body of work, your merits. We should be putting the best of the best into our colleges and institutions, even though many of our colleges now are nothing more than just a bigger indoctrination camps. Right. Um, so they strike it down. And, you know, there's a lot of things. These are my own theories. OK, these are these are these are Chris's theories. That's it. Yeah. Right. yeah. MLK was not preaching affirmative action. OK, everybody has the same opportunities in this country. I don't care what anybody says. I don't believe that I grew up having a pri if I grew up privileged watching my dad work two and three jobs on top of serving his country, watching us barely, you know, if, if that's privilege, well, OK, I guess I'm privileged. I don't think are there people that have might have it easier in this country? Sure. And I think they come in all shapes, colors and sizes. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's just a white thing, but they want you to believe it's just a white thing. But, um, and, you know, I was talking to Iz before the show. I watched an interview with Jason Whitlock and uh, Dom Lucre. I don't know if you know, uh, he's on Twitter. He's, I like his stuff. He's, you know, he's very good voice out there. Mm -hmm. And um, I find it crazy that almost a year after Roe v. Wade gets tossed, we now have affirmative action gets tossed. And to me, Roe v. Wade and affirmative action affected the black community more than a lot of people want to let on. Number one, there are more black babies aborted in this country than any other race of baby, period, full stop. More black babies are aborted in this country than any other race in this country. Yet there's more. You would think, I asked my daughter, I said, hey, what do you think, what baby, what race of babies do you think are uh, have more abortions? And she said, white, because there's more white people. I said, yeah, you would think that, but that's not the case. That's not the case. That's why the word there's a Planned Parenthood in almost every inner city in this country. Um, so on in this interview, Dom Lucre is saying he was saying that these babies, these aborted babies, we all know it's out there in the news. These aborted babies are selling their organs, their body parts. And he was saying that there is a higher price for melanated baby parts. So the black babies. Fetch a higher premium. Now, we all know what the Clinton Foundation did in Haiti, right? When the public finds out what they did in Haiti, they're going to lose the black population forever, forever. But a year later, you got affirmative action that also affects the black community, right? That's what they told you. It was all about, the, it was all about race. And what's crazy is you have two Supreme Court decisions almost a year apart, 
And the Democrats are freaking out. They're freaking out because they know they're about to lose the black population. They do not want the black population off the Democrat plantation, ladies and gentlemen. They don't want them to wake up. That And how dare any of these people? It makes me sick. You're telling black people that they aren't uh, they aren't good enough to get into college on their merit, so we, they get in just because of the color of their skin. That is the most racist thing I've ever heard in my life. In my yeah. life. I mean, just a couple examples right off the bat. I obviously I don't even know who this person is. Apparently, she did she did volunteered for the Obama administration, did stuff for the Biden or Biden elect, whatever. And she said today's Supreme Court decision is a direct attack on black people. See, no black person, no black person will be able to succeed in a merit-based system, which is exactly why affirmative action-based programs were needed. That is the most racist thing I've ever heard. So you're telling me because you're black, you're not good enough. You're not correct. Smart That's enough what she's good saying. To get That's what exactly. she's saying. How racist is that? What this, the the cat's out of the bag is because what they don't want the black community to figure out is that maybe the reason they're struggling in the merits base, whatever you want to say, is because they force these kids to go to these crappy inner city schools all over this country. Here in North Carolina, the Democrats are so pissed that the Republicans passed school choice. And they're selling the lie. Our, our school system, this is going to cause blah, blah, blah. Kids aren't going to get a good education. B.S. Now these parents don't have to force their children to go to these crappy schools that underperform all over the country. So for you to tell somebody who's black they can't get into college based on the merits, you're a racist if I've ever seen one in my life. I believe everybody in this country has the same opportunities. Maybe not in some of these cities because they want they do everything to hold you down. Every four years, every election year, they tell the black community everybody that's against the Democrat Party is racist, right? That's their that's their number one slur. They did it to Trump. Meanwhile, Trump, Trump was in every rap song <laughs> all over Hollywood, had the number one TV show on NBC for 12 seasons. The minute he came down that escalator as a Republican, he was labeled a racist because that's the only card the Democrats can play is buy the black community's vote. And label everybody a racist and make them hate them. For the record, Obama said the American dream is to be Donald Trump. Thank you. Thank you. That's when they thought he was one of them. Yeah. That's when they thought was he back was in one the of day. them. Yep. But Gavin, Gavin, Newsom, Gavin Newsom said they want to whitewash our nation's history. They yep. want to bring America back to the era of book bans and segregated campuses. We cannot let them. Isn't it funny? How they use race. I mean, Obama said it today too that they need to redouble their efforts because this 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 didn't go the way they wanted to. Why do you continually use race to promote your agendas? I mean, what did Morgan Freeman say 20 years ago? When that guy asked him on 60 Minutes, he said, How do we end racism? He said, Stop talking about it. Thank you. He's like, when you acknowledge me, stop acknowledging me as a black man. I stop acknowledging you as a white man. That's it. Why, why, why is it always got to be race? If, if, if you're meant to be at the top, if you work hard, do what you need to do, you will get to that spot no matter what. I mean, yes. take this submarine example for an example, right? I mean, it, whatever conspiracy theory you want to go down, I'm just making a point here that the headline that came out, that this guy didn't want the right peep, people on there, 
he didn't want old white guys. Okay. Now that's a stupid statement to begin with because you should be having the best people being your engineers and everything along those lines. It doesn't matter the race. But that's just that's just a little example of something just stupid based off what they they call in the name of diversity, mm-hmm. which is complete garbage. It doesn't. So what does that does that make Clarence Thomas racist? Is that is he Dave Chappelle? Is he is he Clayton Bigsby? You know, right? Like, yeah. what is that? I mean, this dude, this dude struck down abortion. This dude struck down the firm of action too. And no, but he's conservative, so he's basically white. Is what they yeah. say. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm sick of it. I hope. I know they are. I know the black community is waking up to this grift that this certain political party. And I listen. Both parties. Neither one served the people. I think we can all agree on that right now. Agreed. Neither one of these, neither one of them is serving the people of this country. They put on a good show. They put on a great show. That's why I don't pay. I'll, I'll watch the show, but I don't take any of it to heart because I know the only person that has my back is God. But they they sold you this lie, man. And um, a lot of people don't understand. I hope they do. I know a lot of people know who Margaret Sanger is. You know, back to the the two rulings, abortion and and now affirmative action. But, um, yeah, I'm all for the end of abortion in this uh, in this country because um, imagine how many how much larger the black population might be in this country if we weren't aborting millions of black babies every year. Oh, by the way, Margaret Sanger was the biggest racist of them all and considered <laughs> black people to be cockroaches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The lady who founded Planned Parenthood was the biggest racist in the world. And that's why you have a Planned Parenthood in every single inner city in this country. That's why the Democrat Party sells you on the lie that you'll never be anything more than the color of your skin. And I call BS. You Mm -hmm. can do anything you want in this country if you work for it. And yes, do do I agree that maybe the black population didn't get the uh, same opportunities when we talk because of the schools? Yes. Maybe that's time you start holding your politicians accountable and they start cleaning up your cities and making sure that your children do get the same education as everybody else. Then we wouldn't need affirmative action. I'll jump in and I'll fight with you. Yeah, I'll fight with you. But I'll be dang. My children are by all three of my daughters biracial i will be dang if i sell them the lie that they'll they're only um the only thing that matters is the color of their skin in this world my daughter got worked her butt off to get into college worked her tail off and there's so many other people that did the same yes so why do they paint the picture that that like nobody but white people are getting into colleges because they it's all about the vote they need to the black community, I hope you realize by now the Democrat Party does. If they cared about you, why has nothing changed in 50 damn years? Mm-hmm. Why are you still voting for these people? I'll never understand it. I'm not, again, I'm not saying the Republicans are perfect either. But can we all agree we need to pay attention to who we put up there to, um, to uh, fight for us in this country? None of right. them are doing their job. None of them. So I will fight with you. To make this country better, but we can only do that if we come together. This, the color of this doesn't matter. Morals, character. 
That's it. Morals and character, merit, your body of work. In this life, anywhere in this world, if you meet God halfway, you can accomplish anything. But yet mm -hmm. so many people say, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. But they never meet God halfway. They act like you're supposed to say, God, this is what I want. Make it happen for me. And right. then they have the audacity to be mad at him when it doesn't when it doesn't come to fruition. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's just it, too. I mean, most people think that God's the one that's, you know, waiting to bless you. But he already he he's he's waiting on you, you know. And like I like I said in one of my posts, it's like it, it all depends when you take that authority, when, when you go after it, you know, when you start bringing it, when you start making some sacrifices, when you start doing this stuff, when you start trying to grow, when God says you actually start to grow, he's going to start putting things in place for you. You can't just sit back, not do a dang thing and just hope for the best. Cause most of the times the spiritual warfare is too strong on this world to just sit and wait because you know, you got to take authority over it. You just mm -hmm. have to. You just have I, to. I think Martin Luther King would be disgusted by what he sees. Today. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, I believe it was Malcolm X, too, who said the biggest enemy the black population has is the white liberal. Who said that? Malcolm X. Malcolm X said the white liberal was the black population's biggest enemy because they will act like you're on, they are on your side right. as long as you do what they want. Again, the Democrat plantation. They promise you the stars and the moon every four years and then do nothing for you. Yeah. Now watch. I'm waiting for tomorrow because the student loan, they're going to make a ruling on Biden's student loan uh, debt yeah, that repayment. Should that should be fun too, right? That should be extremely fun. So yes. um, I think it's time that this country, that we come together and that we hold these people accountable, every Republican and Democrat. Again, I'm not a fan of the Republicans right now. You you had two elections get stolen. Right. You got a president who got his election stolen from him, who's the who's got the entire weight of the corrupt justice system. And what have they done but do a lot of this? That's all I really see out of the Republicans right now is a lot of this. No action, though. Just a lot of this. Right. That's it. I'm just going to take a listen to this for those who haven't seen it. Oh, I love Dan. Gavin Newsom, and what turned out to be a really bad idea from him on his part, decided to go on Adam Carolla's podcast a while ago. Adam Carolla, who takes very little BS from anyone. And Adam Carolla started asking Gavin Newsom actual questions. Gavin Newsom went on the show and he's like, he tried to throw the race card. And black and Hispanics are suffering more than all. And Gavin Newsom didn't want to acknowledge that. It's really strange how blacks and Hispanics are suffering the most in liberal cities and liberal states. But Corolla had a few questions about that. It's so good. And Nuisance didn't know what to do. This is glorious. Listen to every second of this. Check this out. Half of African Americans in the state of California, roughly half of Latino families, have no access to a checking account or an ATM. Things we take for granted. They don't have a check. What's account. wrong with them? And what, but what? Well, because they don't. They don't have the resources to sock those things away. Well, why do we have them? Uh, a lot of different reasons, but but roughly half those families don't. Where do they why end do up? Armenians have them? But where they end up is why? in check cashing places. But I want to know why those lenders. groups. Take why those two groups don't have access? Well, a lot of. It, 
just happens to be that. We can so talk about No, they're hardly flawed, but they're struggling. Genetics are making flawed. their word. Hardly. Not ab- absolutely. But, okay, not. so but absolutely do Asians not. have this problem? I mean, in, in a lot of communities have A lot of whites have these problems. Oh, but so I just, that's not just black and Hispanic. No, but, it, but, but I'm why giving you bring you, up black and Hispanic? Because the magnitude is ominous. But why so many of them? It just happens to be the just magnitude. Just the way God planned it? Not at all. Well, what just, happened to them? There are a lot of issues and with, that the communities are struggling. A lot why of new are they struggling? A lot of, a lot of different reasons. Lack Hispanics of opportunity. Have Blacks have been here longer than we've been here. Well, we we can we can surmise. Well, what about the, Asians? The, they were put in internment camps. Yeah, we in fact it all initiated out of San Francisco. And right. The Chinese Exclusion Act came so out. So they of are they the Czechs? Are they the Czechs? A lot of a lot of Asians certainly do. Oh, so why don't you why don't you because include them? The only reason why is the magnitude. Of there's the so problem. many more. The magnitude and percentage. But there's no way to figure out how that happened. Africa. We could talk about it. You know what I'm dealing with? I don't want to have a sociological debate. Sure, I want why to deal would with you? Have, no. no, here's why. Why would you want to do that? Because the person from the Times wouldn't write good things about oh, you if God. you did that. No, no, that's not the case because I want to deal want with to reality. That. No, 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 you want to deal with reality. I want to I deal with reality, reality of people is. that are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, dude, he torched him. <laughs> because when true. they're pressed. When they're yeah. pressed on their BS, dude, they have no answer because they know they're full of crap. It's so good. I know. They're all full of crap. The only reason racism literally lives is because of the media and because of these so-called politician leaders. None of these leaders are people you should be following, unfortunately. No. Like, uh, I mean, there's a but reason the media... why Kim, Kim Clement said these two terrorist organizations are going to be pierced with the sword of the Lord. Republicans, liberals, they suck. I'm sorry. They they all suck. I mean, there's a few good people on each side. I mean, even after today's ruling with the Supreme Court, well, guess who said it wasn't a good idea, everybody? Your new buddy, RFK. Everybody's new favorite person in the world. Said he didn't agree with it. So he's okay with that? I'm sorry, but everyone is like, it's so on RFK, and I get it. He's like, an original Democrat, but he's still, still a Democrat. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, and people are like, who would you vote for, RFK, Trump? I mean, RFK is getting pretty close. Shut up. No. No shot. Nobody's beating Trump. That is why they are doing everything they can to get rid of him otherwise, ladies and gentlemen. Christy Nome came out today and said that um, no Republican candidate will win that White House except for Donald Trump. Yep. There's no shot. That's it. It's just done. Nope. Mr. DJT. Mr. It's big Daddy or nothing. Big Daddy or nothing. Yep. You know? Look, here's Big a Daddy tweet. or establishment. Here's a tweet from, uh, you know who Eli Mistel is, right? That goofy, that dude is so racist. I'm not sure. So racist. He's the one that gets on MSNBC with the glasses and the big the big fro out to here that he's just, he's a racist. He's a piece of crap, big racist. He says the Supreme court ended affirmative action. The how of it is not very interesting. They killed it because they could, but why? Well, because affirmative action was the only policy where the whiteness card got revoked. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? These people, Oh, they make me want to vomit. How dare you? 
I, I still don't, I hope, I hope, I hope, yes. I hope the black community is starting to wake up and they see these people. They just because I think most of them have. Honestly. Yeah, people like that. I, I do too. I guarantee they are. People like that, he's black, right? When the black community, I think they're starting to realize that a lot of these people in their black community, they're Al Sharptons and all of them, sold you up the river a long, 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 oh, yeah. long time ago. Mm -hmm. Sold you up the river. Sold you a pile of magic beans, man. And they do nothing for you because their pockets are getting lined by white people. Mm -hmm. Sold you up the river. Donald Trump's the most black president there is besides Abraham Lincoln. Oh, it just happens to be the only president not a direct descendant of a slave owner. How's that? Yeah, imagine that. Obama. Amazing. Obama's descendant of slave owners. Obama and Big Mike had to chime in today. You know, the two, the, the, oh, the. Know. The uh, president and first lady that did nothing but divide this first nation man. from the time that... Yeah, first man. I'm sorry. You're right. First man. Hello. Hello. Built like a linebacker, baby. Um, there's traps, bro. There's traps. Oh, Vera DeMilo. <laughs> I shouldn't see that. I shouldn't say that. It was funny, though. Ah, so, yep. And I think they are, man. I think they are. Um, I know they are. I think people are really starting to see the grift. I was telling is, you know, I had people at work who I didn't think that I would hear that from, but they're like, I guess, uh, seeing is believing. Seeing is mm -hmm. believing is what I heard uh, more than one person say. And they're like, I guess people had to see it. And then I, I had to chime in. I'm like, oh, funny you say that. Yes, seeing is believing. And um, I can tell you all day long, how corrupt your government is, how your justice system is against you, how everything is against you, and even corporations. They're all against us. But you have to see it to believe it. Mm -hmm. You and, do, uh, unless mm -hmm. you got faith, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we knew. I mean, we, we knew. And faith is strong. That's why you can't please God without faith, you know what I'm saying? That's right. Faith, please, faith pleases God. Very, very much, eh? Yes. yes. So yeah, whole shenanigans going on with Supreme Court, but hey, another another bombshell of a ruling today. Listen, they're really going to freak out tomorrow because we all know that that. Um, I look at it this way with the student debt thing. Either way, so if you forgive all this debt, you are going to have so many pissed off people in this country, people that paid off their loans. If I, I mean. You're gonna have people like, well, if they can get their loans repaid, then what am I paying my car loan well, for? No, what am I dude, paying all this back for? This might be the catalyst. Could be that that kind of sends this into debt forgiveness, like the debt cancellation that we've been talking about. I'm not saying Biden Biden's thing, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, like, you know, remember that Kim prophecy we showed where he said the court will make a ruling that will give the portion back to the people. Mm -hmm. And I'm only saying that I'm not, I do, do I think this is going to go through? No, I think it's going to get shot down. But like, if it did go through, this is just all hypothetical, everybody. If it did go through, like you just said, people are going to be like, well, I want this canceled. Well, I want this canceled. Well, I want this canceled. It's going to create a whole big stir, a whole big thing. And maybe the Supreme Court eventually just comes out and rules that, hey, let's wipe this puppy. You never know. I don't know. But I mean, it was prophesied about that it is going to come from a ruling. So I don't know what that, when, when that takes place. I don't know. But yeah, the whole debt forgiveness for the student loans is 
it should be shot down. What, what's you know what's crazy though is so if it gets shot when it gets shot down all those people that have been deferring on their student loans since 2020 since the pandemic hit how many people haven't made any student loan payments that's what's, that's that's a problem that's well, going to be a huge it. problem right so we got problems no matter what no matter what <laughs> that's what i'm saying no matter what no matter what this is going to cause a stir tomorrow so i'm curious yeah. to see how all this uh I mean, head, we're heading into July with some major fireworks. Strange man. July, baby. Let's we go. Are, we are definitely heading into July with some major fireworks going on. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know they're gonna they're gonna wait. Is there any more cases I, I, that I don't know about? I haven't because looked. They like to drop these on a Friday right before a weekend. You know what I mean? The the real juicy ones. They like to wait for a Friday to drop the ones. I'm like, yeah, let's let them marinate on this over the holiday mm-hmm. weekend. Deuces. Marinate on Fourth of July weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just we'll saying see. we're in weird times, man. Like anything could happen at this point. Yeah. Anything like could like Devin Nunez says, we are in uncharted waters. Whatever happens, no one sees coming. Nothing Nobody. you've seen has happened ever before in the history of our, our of our world. I know yeah. there's paradigms, but to this this extent. Involving every single issue has never happened. No, never happened. Dude, somebody just posted in the chat. You saw where the Biden got up during a live interview and just walked walked up the street. My man probably pooed himself. What if he did? What if he pooed himself? Oh, he probably just forgot where he was. Oh, wow. He might have. Or you just thought it was done. Maybe he thought the interview, even the news guy was like, okay, uh, back to the. Saw you. Yeah, that was pretty wow. Fun. That was pretty good. That it was, was pretty, pretty good. good, man. It was pretty good. It is it is comical to watch him. It really is. Because like it's, it's such a joke at this point. So now like every time something funny happens, it just it it does bring like joy to me to watch him mm-hmm. fail. Um I know we shouldn't be rooting, you no. know, against the president of the United States, but I don't believe he is. So Mm-mm. No, time and two presidents, man. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about this today. You know, we talked about the odds of him and Kamal. We talked about it Tuesday night. Like, you know it's all up. It's got to be a show, man. These were the two least perfect candidates in all that field. Remember when they started with 22 people? I actually missed those Democrat debates. Those were some of the best comedy ever. You got, Bernie out, you got Bernie out there oh, doing his little, you know. Um, those are the best, but I don't think they could have picked a better candidate to sum up the delusional ideology of the left any better than Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Oh, it is the worst pick you, the, could, you could possibly right. imagine. But it's the perfect representative for that party. Absolutely. It wraps them all up into fire. one. Thank you. One gigantic dumpster fire. Yep. Like, seriously, they couldn't have picked. And that's why I know all this has got to be for a reason. Because that's how much of a movie this is, dude. Yes. Because it, yes. it literally, it's like, it has to be. Like, there's there's no possible way these two are running the country when Biden has the worst, the worst approval rating in U.S. history and Kamala has the worst vice presidential, presidential rating in U.S. history. Mm-hmm. And this is what's, this, this is it. This is what you got. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. And uh, yeah, whatever. 
you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, um, yeah, I suppose we can move on from that. Well, before we get into that, I wanted to talk about, because I want to get into, you know, the real meat and potatoes of tonight, but there are, um, I sent is Seven a potatoes, a cute, <laughs> a cute drop. You hungry? Oh. Is is normally hungry about this time. As soon as we every night we get off the show, he's like, "I'm gonna go eat. <laughs> I'm gonna go get something to eat." Um, so there is a great delta for today. And remember what I told you: the 2018 ones really line up with a lot that's going on. Mm-hmm. So post 1644. Now in this post, there is a message from one of the um, the guys on the on 4chan all right and it says and where you know they were talking to q or posting it says i almost hope they don't and this is in regards to asking the for the media asking the question the question we've all been waiting for the media to ask about q you know they won't ask it because the minute they do it gives validity and once it gets validity it's right. game over lights on right remember they're you're pushed to keep the lights off will ultimately fail they can't ask the question because then the lights come on, right? So in this, the the Annan says, I almost hope they don't ask. It would be fun to watch them try to manage the spin when 90% of the country is aware of, of them and all that you have been shining a light on. While the MSM still can't acknowledge it, I can see them squirming now. Well, what are they doing right now? What have we been on here? They know we know the truth, and they are still out here trying to lie to you. Right. On the daily, knowing we know the truth, right? So then Q responds, and this is the best. It says, it must happen. Conspiracy no more. Think of every post made. It would force us to prove everything stated to avoid looking crazy, correct? So Q's telling you, everything we've told you, if it wasn't true, we would look extremely crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Your friends think you're crazy. Your family might think you're crazy, but you're not crazy. You just know the truth. Right. What do they fear the most? Public awakening, if they ask. If they ask, they self-destruct. They know this is real. See the attacks. The build is near complete, growing exponentially. You are the frame. You are the support. Now, this is where we've said this on this show many times. People will be lost. People will be terrified. People will reject. People will need to be guided do not be afraid. We will succeed. Timing is everything. Think Huber. This is great. Think DOJ FBI reorganization. Well, that's what we're calling for right now, isn't it? It's amazing. That's a hot topic right now. Mm-hmm. Think sex slash child arrests in the news. Think resignations, loss of control. How do you remove evil and power unless you reveal the ultimate truth? How many times have we said that? The why, right? The why is what's going to get them. It must be compelling to avoid a divide political attack slash optics. Again, people had to see it or else there would have been a divide. Now it says we are the majority growing in captions worldwide. Sheep no more together. That was in 2018. Now discern and think about everything that's going on right now. Pretty on point, huh? Pretty on point, isn't it? And that's a Delta for today. And that was made June 29th. 2018 ladies and gentlemen it's we're wild. here we are here and that's just it that's just it too like if people want to be like well how do they know the future honestly that 
I mean, if you think about it, like honestly, in detail, if this is like a a thought out, well planned military sting operation, through game theory, you can literally lay out everything you'll do, knowing that they'll counter the the opposition. And if you slowly drip out over the years, you can literally control it, a controlled demolition of of their society by waking up the people through you, the people. You can predict that pretty easily. If the people are awake, the truth will prevail. Like, it's that simple, you know? It's just never been thought out in that long out drawn of a plan. So, I mean, you got to think of the the specific details that they had to go into this. But the thing is, you're the you're the plan. They you we need the people to back it. And like, what do you say in that? Ninety percent when ninety percent. Yeah, I mean, says, I be- uh... I believe we're close. I think we're like probably. I mean, ten percent. That's a lot of people, you know. So, I mean, somebody said in the in a rumble, I think the trans stuff with the kids as well. Yes. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. The enemy, yeah. your enemy has never been more exposed than they are right now. Never in history mm-hmm. have these people been more exposed than they are right now. And why? We've said this a million times on the show. They don't have a choice anymore. Right. It's either put themselves out in the open and hope they get enough people to still be sound asleep to to help them maintain control or they're gone. So mm-hmm. it's either expose yourself and fight the fight right out in the open or you're gone. The end game is they're gone either way. But it's is they've been led down this path. I firm that this is military planning at its finest. They've been led down this path. Um one of the one of the most favorite. You might not know this movie, but there's a movie called Uncommon Valor with uh, Gene Hackman, and um, there's a scene in the movie where this guy who's a they call him Blaster, and he's a demolitions expert, and he says he he blasts. He has all these explosions. He said, "I'm not he, I'm not killing them. I'm I'm leading them down the path I want to by boom over here they go that way. Boom over here they go that way." He goes. All I'm doing is causing the distraction and then eventually leading them right to where I will eventually destroy. Mm-hmm. And it's that's what you're seeing. You're watching a controlled demolition. They're being led down a path, game theory, the whole nine. And yeah, they are right out in the open now. Yeah, and, and I do. Be- sun- yeah. Sunlight is the biggest disinfectant. Right. I do believe that this whole thing is spirit led because oh, obviously. 100. Like Kim Clement's prophecy, the plan is so brilliant it could not it could only have been given by God. Yep. Um. And so, like, yeah, I, I, no man could have came up with this, but you, you can see, uh, like we've said, stated before, you see the outline of what they wanted to accomplish, and it's happening right before your eyes. It sucks, but you know it has to get bad, and people have to get mad. You know, like. Children unite, right? Well, it already started. It already started. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what it would look like if full transparency is given about what's happened, whether that is fully transparent or not. I have no idea. I don't know how that's going to handle it. But um, yeah, anyway. We're there, man. We are. We are. Yep. And enough um, people have seen. I, I think, I think, um, thank you, I think we're right on track. 
I think we're right on track. Um, because I promise you, people are awake. And yes, the trans, the trans stuff, the going after our children, we said it all along. That was going to be the children are going to be what unites not just us here in this country, all over the world. When that sick stuff comes out, and what did it just say in that post? It has to be revealed. Mm -hmm. It has to be revealed. But it had to be easy to swallow. So you've you've been giving a you've been led down a long path, and now people are starting to realize, yeah, these people don't care about any of us, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So, uh, moving on. Um. All right. So this is gonna be a little touchy. Okay, I'm a little touchy for some people, and I'm only addressing it. Because of what I heard. I'm going to do it differently than what everybody else is doing. Um, regarding the prophetic. Okay. Um, there's a lot of people in the church. There's just a lot of people in general. That are coming against certain prophets. Right. And full disclaimer. I know there are false prophets out there. 100%. I'm not going to name names of who... Has been talking. I'm not talking about anybody in particular in alphabets. I'm talking about people in the church and stuff like that. So there's some division going on at the church, the prophets, whatever. Okay. And it, it, I agree with some of it of what's said about, but but a lot of the church is coming against all the prophets, saying it's leading people down a dark path, and they need to be saved and all this stuff. And for one, I I agree to a point if it is a false prophet but so th this this is a, a very fine line okay for one if you go out and blast a prophet especially on your platform or anything along those lines you're uh you're being uh very, you're dangerously close you have to be very careful Okay, regarding both sides. Now, I understand discernment and understanding a prophet, true prophet. And I'm not, again, I'm not talking about anybody in particular here, and I'm not going to call names. But these people, what they all came in agreement on is there was one prophet everybody was on, and that was Kim Clement. Everybody could come together and agree that Kim was the man, you know? And as much as I agree with that, you know, I know for everything I've looked through Kim Clement and everything I've, I've, studied his prophecies for 10 plus years. I, I know for a fact that man was a true prophet of God. Okay. But these same people that are calling out prophets are saying like Kim wasn't necessarily a prophet prophet, but someone who suggested God's ideas. And I find that completely BS because Kim Clement was one of the most bold prophets there was. And for thousands of times he said, thus says the Lord. However, my problem is dates, okay? So, and I understand what the Bible says, but like some, even Kim, even Kim, he had in some old prophecies where he said this year, this is going to happen, and it didn't happen for a couple of years, okay? Got a date wrong. And people want to attack it, but I know for a fact who Kim is, who he was along those lines, right? Now, I'm only saying this stuff because, for one, you should not call out anybody 
if you have not had an like a a meeting, talked it out with them, and, and just trying to understand where they're coming from, or, or what 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 they may hear. See, a lot of people now. Each and every one of you have a prophetic gift inside of you. That is for fact. But did you know that most people will not find the time to find a quiet place where they can hear God? At what point in your day is there zero noise where you just spend time with God and listen? Most people say it's it doesn't. You know, most people don't have that. Okay, what what's a common theme with prophets? What did Kim do? He'd go to his garden. You know, people find a quiet spot and they listen. Okay, I'm only saying this because if you call out a prophet for being a false prophet, okay, and they are a true prophet of God, that will hurt you. That will, all right, so like the prophet's reward, what does the prophet's reward say? The prophet's reward in Matthew 10, 41, whoever welcomes the prophet is a prophet, will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. So whatever the prophetic is saying to you, the true word of God, you will receive, if you protect that, protect the prophet, protect God's word, you will receive it. But if you come against the prophet, what does that say? What, is it, what does God say about his prophets? In Psalm 105.15, he says, Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. So I'm saying, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have discernment about prophets. I totally understand that. But don't go out and blast somebody that you may not know who is a prophet because something hasn't come to pass yet. Or maybe it did come to pass and you don't know. See, these people that were calling out the prophets don't believe that things are happening behind the scenes. So they call someone a false prophet and say, this didn't happen. But a lot of these things that are part of prophecy, like Kim Clement's two presidents, is part of devolution theory. And these, thing, these things are things that are happening behind the scenes. So they could have already happened. And if you're going and being bold about calling out that prophet, well, what does he say? What has God said about this greater exodus? What does he say? Judgment starts in the house of the Lord, and that's scriptural as well. As well. So you have to be careful of who you're attacking and who you're going after. For one, take it to prayer. Take it to prayer, and you better be dang sure before you call anybody out. Because if you do God's true prophet's harm, whatever his the consequences are is totally up to him. But I know things like Kim Clement, this is why I get irritated when people call Kim Clement a false prophet. Because I will protect it because I know for dang sure that is a true prophet of God. And I will protect what he has said and I will protect his legacy. Not because of the reward, because I know for a fact that scripture says not to do harm to his prophets. So before you open your mouth, close it and go talk to God first. Okay. That's it. And then still keep it closed. And then keep it closed. We're not the judge. You're not the judge. That's what's crazy. Like I have so many people come at me and say, well, that this, you need to watch out. This person's a fine. I'm like, how do you know who made, who put you holier than now above everybody else? 
See, How about I got you, someone you, in the chat calling Kim Clement a false prophet? That is on you. That is on you. Absolutely. And if you have no problem calling him out, God has no problem punishing. I will always and you protect you. You aren't a judge. Him. And this if I lose followers crazy. over this, I That's don't what's crazy. care. So many people want to attack. He he doesn't lie. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna acknowledge ignorant people, but that's okay. Anywho, I need yeah. to get that off my chest because even I'm not the church. Judge. Yeah, I know you it's did. the church that that sits there and divides itself, and this is the problem. The church is the reason we're in this predicament in the first place. So you have the church coming against the church. I understand there's people in the mix that don't align. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I, I'm not like, Hey, I'll do me. Like, I'm good. I know some, someone said, take a deep breath. I understand. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just saying it's a fine line. It's a fine line. And you have to be sure of what you're doing. I have to use the discernment too. Okay. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't call out anybody. I have my own thoughts. I keep them to myself. I don't. I don't. I don't remember God telling me I need to go out here and call out everybody I disagree with, and I won't. Because I've had people come at me and say, "This person, you shouldn't." Um, or they'll say, "God spoke to me, and this person is bad." Well, He didn't tell me that, so I'm. Thank you, but appreciate it. I don't know where who made anybody the judge around here. I really don't. I'm not a judge. I can't judge. Nope. It's not up to me. It's not up to me. I'm just. Nope. Uh, I just wanted to get that across because you know. I see it a lot. It's today. it's a tough subject for a lot of people, and I I get it. I totally get it. I get why it is. You still have churches that don't want to acknowledge the prophetic to this day. Even though the yeah. Bible has how many prophecies in it? Yeah. Well, a lot of people think that since you know it's a it, it's the New Testament, right? That prophets are all gone. So God I, doesn't speak which, to anybody anymore. <laughs> that's just crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, whatever, whatever. Uh, people can believe what I'm. You believe, mean I'm the a, same kind of people? The same kind of people that you know the new the old testament was prophesying the son of man and then the son of man came on the scene and those same people crucified him right you know the person that the old testament prophesied about right and then he came on the scene and they didn't believe that either yeah signs and wonders the whole thing yeah yeah i i didn't you know i'm not trying to get mad at anybody or upset with anybody. This is just obviously a lot of you know. Um, me and Chris have always been big people of the prophetic. We understand it, especially someone who's studied prophecies in detail for for over a decade. Like I got names on my head who I think are false prophets. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to call them out though. Nope. That's for you to decide. I, I'm not going to do it. It's not my job to do that. I don't believe so. Because then I'm telling somebody how to think. And I don't want to do that. 
How many times have I told you on here? We tell you on this show. Don't take anything we say. If if nothing that we if something we say doesn't sit right with you, I implore you to please do your own research and come to your own conclusions. That's what God wants all of us to do. That's why it's called discernment. Right. And I won't I won't I won't think any less of you if you disagree with anything I say. We're supposed to have common. We're supposed to have civil discourse, right? We're supposed to be. We're not always going to agree on everything in this world. I think the one thing we can agree on is that we have a creator and he loves each and every one of us very much and that he does speak through people here in this world today. Right. He does anoint people. Many people in this world today have an anointing. Every one of us was put in this world for a reason. We all have gifts. God, we all have gifts. You got to find out what that gift is. You have to ask God, what is that gift? But then you, when he show, you have to believe it. Like so many people are shown signs from God all the time. We just don't listen, man. Nobody we don't listens. listen anymore. And, and to God, because they don't hear him, because they're not, they don't have, you know, they're not spending the, they're not in the right spot. Like mm-hmm. when you're, when you're praying in like tongues, like what, what, how like Kevin, when he talks, like he made a good point. Like when you start praying in tongues, your mind doesn't want to operate it because it's of the flesh. So as soon as you start praying tongues, well, then you start thinking of this. All of a sudden, uh, what you got to do today starts popping in, and it doesn't want to participate. You literally have to block it out, get in a quiet place, and listen. I need to do that too. I know Aaron said here, do you think a false prophet would send you to spend time with God? I'm only going to say that they can. They could. If they're just like say banking off the movement or off a movement they could they could be they could they could lead you down a path. i mean wolves and sheep's clothing i understand that they could but you do know by the fruit too as well you can tell by how they live their lives how they treat others how they speak of god what they speak of god um yeah there's there's lots of different ways but i mean someone could totally hijack it absolutely Mm-hmm. but uh they're pretty you can you can yeah yeah but yeah somebody said god god does talk to us all the time but so many people are distracted by the world that we don't listen right he's done so many things in your life if you ever how many times have you heard us say on this show when you it's after you've gone through stuff too it's not you don't even realize it that dang god was there the whole time i just failed to see it then i failed to see it because we're so caught up in the world. Right. And the world wants nothing more than you to be distracted and 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 keep you from his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find you a quiet place. I do. Like absolute quiet. And I just sit there and I get lost in my thoughts. It's like I'm sitting there having a conversation with him. Well, I am having a conversation with him. Right. I ask questions. When I wake up in the middle of the night and nobody's around, when he wakes me up at four o'clock in the morning, I talk to him. Right. Because I feel like maybe he woke me up for a reason. And I ask some of the weirdest questions sometimes too, because <laughs> I'm trying to find I'm trying to find meaning in all this. Like when I turn my life over to God, I I I, I will never forget it because that was that moment I said, God, I don't understand the world. I've told you this. I don't understand it. I don't feel right. I feel like there's I'm missing and I just want the truth, God. That's all I want. I want you to show me the truth because the world feels like, and you've heard me say it, an itchy sweater. 
It's like you're walking around all the time wearing this itchy sweater. It just doesn't make sense. It never made sense to me. And he showed me a lot of things that freaked me out at first because you're like, there's no way the world I live in is this evil. There's no right. way that this is going on this whole time. And I didn't see it. I told you the whole milk carton thing really screwed me up because I remember seeing those all the time when I was a kid in the 80s. Like all this stuff's been going on underneath, right under our noses, and we don't listen, man. Symbolism, all this stuff was going on. We don't because we don't listen. We don't pay attention. But attacking somebody because you think they're this, that, and the other, I'm not gonna do that. Any problem. Not my place. I have my belief. I, like you is, we we both agree on something. I'm like, nope, not listening to that one at all. Do I come on here and talk about it? Nope. Not my job to. I'm not gonna, it's not my job to tell you what to think. I will tell you what I believe is truth, and then I hope that you go find your own. I hope you take what we say here and go find your own truth. That's it. Right. But I like you is I will stand up for the prophets for the ones because um when I found Kim, and that's the one, um my mind was blown, man, and it changed my life. And he led me back to God. He led he me back to led, God. He led me back to God. Yeah. Mm. And that's the that's the beautiful thing too about Kim. He he talks all the time about Christianity and Judaism. Mm -hmm. Because it's all together. Mm -hmm. That's the beautiful thing about Christianity. But some people want to take it down their own road and uh Whatever. That's a different time. I'm not gonna go through that. Yeah, man. <sighs> yeah. I mean I yeah. I do have a, a little teaching if if we want to do it. It's up to yeah, you. Yeah, why not? Why not? What else you got to do? Nothing. <laughs> See? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> See? Uh no, it's just about uh it's basically about provision, you know. And it's something I learned through Warrior Notes, and uh, I just think it's it's not long, but it's you know you know over the years as I listen to things and read uh, scripture and stuff like that, you know, I have files on my computer of like just different topics, little, and they're not like long or anything along those lines. But um, one of them is uh, this whole thing is based around giving or uh, provision. But it's receiving and giving, you know. But the biggest part about it is giving. So in in Second Corinthians eight one, says, "Now I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, what God in His grace has done through the churches of of Macedonia." Okay, in Second Corinthians eight two, for even during a season of severe difficulty, tremendous suffering, and extreme poverty, their super abundant joy overflowed into an act of extravagant generosity okay uh so so they were having severe difficulty and extreme poverty but what overflowed their joy that's weird how does that happen you know like that's the amazing thing about 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 god and you know jesus and what if you have faith in what he can provide for you without having fear in the situation you have joy, right? You have joy even though, like they said, tremendous suffering, severe difficulty, and extreme poverty. Their joy went into 
an act of extravagant generosity. So it's important because there are translations where Macedonia was giving more than what they actually had. Okay. Um, I've always said I don't want people to give out a compulsion. But give to where you're being fed because God is working with these people. But it's all in God's perfect timing of how he wants to do it. However, God may not want you to give because they may be going through discipline. See, everybody is in a character building stage. I mean, you may have gone through it. You may be going through it right now. Um, but he's not going to give you everything right off the bat. He needs to see you progress in him and continue using the authority that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, right? To send that authority, go take it back. So it goes back to like that article I wrote, I wrote about God not being in control. And I only say that because in the Bible it states that Satan rules the earth. The God of this world, Satan, rules the earth. Lower G. And it says, it says in the Bible that the earth was given to man. But it got stolen from us. And just like that, the wealth of the wicked. I mean, think about the, the system, the fiat system, the financial system, everything along these lines. Everything is rigged against you. Satan created these situations to keep you in poverty. Okay? So if you... Uh, <clears throat> 2 Corinthians 9, 7 says, Let giving flow from your heart, not from a sense of religious duty. Let it spring up freely from the joy of giving all, because God loves hilarious generosity. That's Passion Translation. Okay. Um, now, God has already given you the wealth. He's already given it to you. He's given you everything. He's given you dominion and authority over this earth. He's given you control. Like he gave you the earth. But it was stolen from us because we lost control. Psalm 115. The highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth has given to man. It says in Psalm 115, it was given to man. The problem is the spiritual warfare is holding it back. And that's 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 a that's a a big problem because a lot of people think that it's God holding it back, but he already gave it to you. He gave you authority. Use the authority and take it back. All right? And this is like stuff that me and Chris have already started to see. You know, we're still learning. I I mean, we've we've learned a lot in just the past year. And we see it progressing. We see it each and every day. Um, and all, and when I say wealth, I'm talking about, you know, everything in your life. Everything. So 2 Corinthians 8.3, um, For I can verify that they spontaneously gave, not according to their means, but far beyond what they could afford. Okay? So according to Paul, they were giving what they couldn't even afford, but they were doing it out of joy. And I've had a problem with this a while back. I couldn't, I couldn't give because I had bills and I have all this stuff, right? That I have to pay and whatnot. And Chris straight up ever since that day that Anna Kate gave to our show, 
ever since that day, Anna has no idea what she did for this community. She planted a seed to Chris for Alphavets, not to me. And that was huge. That was absolutely huge because I would have done something differently with it. And I told Chris this, I would have done something differently. But what, what did we do? What did Chris suggest? Getting silver, God's money, and giving it back to the community. And I was like, I love it. I love it. And ever since that day we started giving, it, it literally like a, a, a switch flipped inside of me. And now I just want like the giving, I just want to keep doing it because I like doing it, you know? I was never really a giver. But in order to receive, you have to give, you know? And that's the whole thing. This whole thing is about love, right? Everything's about love. So this is, so ever since that time, that was like, what, four, four months, four or five months ago? Something like that? I can't remember. Um, again, I didn't have the means. I don't have the means to give. I mean, we all have to make sacrifices at some point, and we all go through some stuff. I mean, take, take, I mean, I know it's a materialistic thing, Chris. I have a, I have a very nice truck. Ever since I felt led to quit my job, I've driven my truck once in the past four months. Why? Because I can't afford it. I can't afford to drive it. But that's not going to stop me from giving because I know what God wants to do. Just like in that Kim Clement prophecy we talked about, what is his desire to feed, clothe, shelter the poor, the communities? That's what I want to do. And I know if I start to give, all will be given unto me as long as I continue to do what God wants me to do. Okay, all right, so um, 2 Corinthians 8, 4. They actually begged for the privilege of sharing in Paul's ministry, of giving to God's holy people who are living in poverty. Now, like I said, our, our main goal is to feed, clothe, and shelter, and we want to do it. I understand it's hard because of situations that the devil creates because he runs the earth, right? There are situations the devil creates on earth that will keep you in poverty. Not to mention, again, what I said, the whole system, the whole system, everything, this, everything that we live in is rigged against you. But God, God gave you authority over it no matter what. So in these poverty situations where this system brings you down, it doesn't allow you to thrive, right? It puts you in what? It puts you in poverty. It puts you in survival mode. And what does that do? It makes you not want to give up because you don't have enough. And that keeps you from prospering because you're not sharing. You become a hoarder. The system is rigged against you, but God laid it out for you to beat the house. How? By countering the devil's tactics and giving, even though your brain may be telling you not to. But never give out a compulsion. You have to take it to God first. You have to mm -hmm. pray first. 2 Corinthians 8.5, they exceeded our expectations by first dedicating themselves fully to the Lord and then to us, according to God's pleasure. So this is saying that the people did what first? They committed themselves to God first, the Lord, and then they gave finances. 
but it was because of relationship. First the Lord and then to Paul. It was all relationship and community. First take it to the Lord and then give to where you're being fed, but only do it after you pray and you feel led to do so and guided by the Holy Spirit. Malachi 3.10 says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so that there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord, I will open up the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to receive it. It's all about giving. If you give, you shall receive. I'm not saying God is an ATM. That's not what I'm saying at all. But if you follow God's love, his way, he'll send it to you. He'll send it to mm -hmm. you. And, and we, we've seen it. We've seen it here. I mean, just by, just by us giving, people want to give back to the community. Yep. People want to send stuff in so they can give to you guys. That's, that's how this works. It's, it's amazing. It's contagious. Love is contagious. So just keep loving on each other. Help out people. It's 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 a it's a this will literally create provision for you by just following this simple teaching. Yeah, and it feels good, man. Yeah, I never knew. I never knew how good until like for the. I'm not gonna lie. For the longest time, is I was such a selfish person, selfish in my thoughts, selfish in what I wanted to do. I didn't care about anybody but myself. Um, I put my kids, you know, second, third, I, all I wanted to do was what I wanted to do for, for Chris. Yep. And when, when you start like a lot of the things I make, the wood projects I make, I give most of them away. I'm just making them for people because I meet them and I'll meet people and I'm like, oh man, I want to make you something and I'll just make it. And I, here I got my wife going, how do you expect to make money if you keep giving everything away? And I'm like, well, I'm not there yet. I'm not doing this to make money yet. I'm not doing this, uh, you know, I'm just doing it because it's something I enjoy doing. It clears my head and I like being creative. Yeah. And I like seeing the joy on somebody's face when I give it to them. It's such you know? a good feeling. It's such a good feeling. You know, um, not to like down, you know, put a damper on the mood, but Remember I told you about the guy, the, the, the homeless man, me and my daughter ran into, I told you about that like a year last summer and it was a tarp, man. Yeah. The yeah. I yeah, was yeah. like, remember he that was like, so cool, somebody yeah. stole my tarp and the old me would have been like, oh man, that sucks. But <laughs> I went inside, not even thinking about it. I was like, I need to buy this man a tarp. And then my daughter was like, yes, yes, let's go get him a tarp. And then I remember I told you, we came back out of the store and he was gone, like disappeared, gone. And I searched for weeks trying to find him. And I finally found him. And if you would have seen the look on his face well, over a tarp. That's why I said we take so much for granted in this world. Right. A tarp. And this guy goes, I love it when God shows up over a tarp, ladies and gentlemen. And then I made a habit just because I like talking to him. I learned his name. He got a dog. I struck a friendship up with it, and it was one of the best. It, it, it just made me feel good to talk to him, to make sure I, I would think about him. Like when it would be cold outside, I'm like, man, I hope Tom is okay, you know, because we've gotten away from that in this world. 
we've become less human and we right. stopped caring about other humans because we only care about what we have or what we want or all this other stuff. When there are people out there that got way less than us, how many of us complain about what we don't have? Meanwhile, we got a roof over our head, food on the table, clothes on our back, and we complain about what we don't have. And not to make, put a damper, but uh, I told is so three. I, I would go buy Chick Fil A at least twice a week because I knew that's where Tom would be. He was there every morning like clockwork. I found that that's his spot. He liked to go. You go get him some coffee. Never asked anybody for anything. You just hang out there. Everybody knew his name. A lot of people knew Tom. They knew his dog. And I, I didn't see him for weeks, for weeks. And I told my wife, I was like, I was like, I was like, babe, something, I just feel it. Something bad has happened because he's not been there. And um, so three weeks ago, my buddy uh, Alex sends me a text, you know, because a lot of people in the community looked out for Tom. And we found out Tom got arrested. Uh, for what I don't know, and he passed away in prison. Hmm. He passed away. I found out he passed away. Um, and the last time I talked to him, he did tell me that he found out he had cancer. Um, his dog did get adopted by a. He's at a with a foster family, but I didn't. You know, I it, it made me sad, but at the same time, I'm like, man, I, I just hope that you know that he knew that people in the community cared about him, that somebody cared about him. And, and, uh, and I know that he's with God. I know he's there. I know he's with God. Right. But had, uh, you know, the old me wouldn't have cared at all. Right. No, I get that. And, and that's why giving is contagious. It really is. And you know, hey, it doesn't have to be money, ladies and gentlemen. It could be, I give my time all the time because I love it. I just like, look, I love sharing, you know, and doing things for people because it just because it feels good. Because I know that's what God wants all of us to do is to help everybody. That's why I told you when this all goes down, there are going to be so many people that mm -hmm. need your help, not money. They're going to need your love. They're going to need your compassion. They're going to need your patience. And that's why we're all building up towards this, man. Our, our hearts are being changed. Our minds are being changed through all of this. And we are going to heal in not with just money and everything. We're going to heal each other with compassion, with caring, with love. That's how we fix this, man. So when, when the next time you think you don't have the things you want, be thankful for the things you have. Is all right. I'm trying to say, too, with that. And start. You don't know. Plant seeds. A mustard seed, man. A faith as small as a mustard seed can change the world. You might think something small that you do is insignificant, and you don't know the snowball effect that that one little, that one little act of just kindness, random kindness, can do in somebody's life. Or the rip, just like I've said it before, like throwing a, a pebble into a pond. You don't know how big those ripples are going to get from that one small act of kindness. Absolutely. And those are the things I've learned because the old me didn't care about anybody but himself. And that's why I know God's changed me. Absolutely. I'm with you, man. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I was team me my whole life. Mm -hmm. Selfish, man. Until so 2016. Selfish. 
I, and I, I tell my kids, I tell everybody, you know, um, I told my ex-wife, I said, I'm sorry that you did, you know, that whatever I, I just wasn't, you know, I was a kid. I was a young little punk who yep. thought he had the whole world f- figured out and thought it was just here for him and didn't care. I wasn't a jerk to people. I just didn't care about things I feel like uh, that I do now. And it all started with just God changing your heart, man. And the, and it is. Once you start giving time, anything, it becomes so contagious, man, because it is a good feeling. It really is. Oh, that's good. What do you see when you I see, see a mustard seed? I see a forest. That's right. That's not. I like that. I like that. That's, that's right. So, um, speaking of giving, um, I'm gonna give a couple ounces to a couple people here tonight, Ooh. and um, ounces of silver, not marijuana. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Had to make it funny. Come on. Uh, and then I'm gonna end the video. I'm gonna end the show on a video from Kim. One that is perfectly fitting. If you've been with us for a couple of years, you've probably seen it. But it's perfect for what we're talking about. Um, so I'm going to end that. Chris, do you want to get anything out? Because after I give these away, I'm just going to play the video and then we'll end it there. No, listen. Um, holiday weekend. Um, yeah. Our country looks down and out right now. But we're not. We're just getting started. I promise you. And not just this country. This country, I believe, is going to shine. A, uh, the whole world is waiting to see what we do here in America. You understand that, right? Mm-hmm. The whole world is waiting on us. Right. So this weekend, spend time with your family. Spend time with God. Uh, if you go out and drink, please do it responsibly. I prefer not at all, but that's just a personal bias of mine. Um, uh, but really just uh, remember, remember what we have here in this country. And why it's worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. And yes, go see the sound of freedom. I am going on Tuesday, on the fourth. I'm going. Uh, you know, we will be back on Monday, but we're we're going to move the show to Wednesday next week, right? Is the Tuesday yeah. night? Yeah. Because Fourth of July. Yeah, we're gonna. So, but I love all of you very much, and I hope you have a a very wonderful and blessed weekend. Absolutely. And now, you can start the Hollis. Well, they started a long time ago. I know. I see. I see it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, just talking, I'm just talking right through it, huh? We're gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna give four ounces away total. I'm gonna give two ounces away uh, to Beanie zero zero six one. Beanie zero zero six one. Couple ounces of silver. They're one ounce each. There's two here. Okay. Again, don't get rid of these. Don't go. No. Don't go. Trade them in for twenty some dollars. Don't do mm-hmm. it. They're gonna be way. <laughs> they're gonna be worth a lot more here soon. Um, cheapers. He said, "That's me. That's me. Said, That's me." So so. Oh, you yeah. Uh, you can tell them where to go, Chris. As I sit here and say, yeah. Uh, well, you got to pick one more. Then I'll tell them where to go. Kingdom Soul. Kingdom Soul. Congratulations. All right. So if your name has been called, please send us an email to alphavetsmedia at gmail.com. And we will get those shipped out to you. Well, is will. And then I got a cup to ship tomorrow to our from our winner on Monday night. 
So just know whenever we have winners during the week, we don't ship everything until Friday. That way we just do it all at once. Right. Unless you go on unless yeah. you go on vacation like this guy did and forget to mail them out. But uh everybody yeah. got theirs. Everybody got theirs. They got them out. Everybody got them. You'll never get this. You will never get this. La 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 la. Kingdom Soul, you guys got it? Cool. Kingdom Soul Beanie. Did Beanie get it? Yeah? Yeah, he said that's me. So he knows. Yeah. Okay. He's good. He's good. Okay. You're Beanie. welcome. All right, cool. Awesome. All right. So we're gonna end it on this video. I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. Obviously, we'll be in the telegram. That's where you're gonna get our daily updates along those lines. And uh if you could like the video on your way out, we'd highly appreciate it. Uh if you thought this was helpful, if you could share it with your family and friends, that'd be highly appreciate it as we want to continue to grow but uh yeah uh chris anything else nope god bless y'all all right guys please listen to me it's a simple teaching but it's so true and i found that it works for me bash that roof open open up that heavens don't despise giving to god whether it's prayer or praise and it's time now and i'm gonna read you one scripture and I want each and every one of you watching and say, you know, Kim, I'm realizing now that I have a need to get closer to Jesus or to God. And I'm not getting there. And I want to pay the price to get there. And this is how, how it happens. It's very simple. Of course, we need you to pray and we need you to draw near to him with love. Malachi 3 says... Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. And doesn't mean you're going to have to tithe today. It means we're going to offer him something. That there may be food in my house. That I may help the orphans and the widows. That I may feed the hungry. That I may bring strength and life to little children that need heart surgeries. That we may feed through the internet the words of life and the good news. And try me, says the Lord. Now listen to this. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And listen, he hasn't finished. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that your industry may flourish. Be plentiful. Open heaven. I showed you the way it happened. The proclamation of the strongholds over your area. The word is already out. The understanding of God's open heaven that comes when I don't despise giving to him. The drawing closer to Christ as a result of an open heaven or open roof. And here he says, if you bring me an offering, some of you may want to tithe, give a 10% of whatever, or 5%. But today, don't do nothing. Because I'm telling you, he says, if you bring it to me, and it is used correctly, I will open up the heavens and pour out such a blessing that you will not be able to have room enough to receive it. Now that's what I'm talking about. I cannot keep it. My boat is sinking because there are too many fish. So what are you going to do about it, Peter boy? give to others so I, our boat doesn't sink and other little boats were there and they took and they gave to their little boats I want that kind of blessing and so do you 
everybody watching me all over the world say this and must stand up say this with me please my boat is about to start sinking I don't want provision I want abundance so that I can give to other little boats this is the beauty of Christianity it is and 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 and, and Judaism because it's all together is because that's the essence of it to give but to give to say God I know that this is not I'm giving I don't care if I get anything in return but he demands that you request it's time everybody all over the world watching me whether you're watching me live or we're watching me tonight or later on in the weekend do it now I want you to pray this prayer with me and we're going to do it and we're gonna do it with faith in our hearts and with joy pray now Lord I'm ready to give to you from my heart of joy but I'm believing that as I give there will be an open heaven an open roof for my miracle for my offering to be received by you open your heavens over my house and speak so we may have joy Lord I thank you for each person that now comes not empty-handed but with the offering for an open heaven 